Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quickie and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, back from his little trip to Betsperts Golf yesterday, Mr. Andy Mahler. And I guess, Andy, the Sixer season is over. The drive to 0-82 has begun. Yeah, is it? do we tank for Webinite at this point? I don't know. The Celtics, whatever. You know, the Celtics are still, still very good. Maybe the losing their head coach is more of a attrition problem where it, it affects them later in the season and probably definitely come playoff time, but it's still one of the best rosters in the East, and it was also Bill Russell night. What are you going to do? I guess we'll have to settle for 82, 81 and 1. Um, I don't know. Embiid looked good. I, th- I thought that I think the team's fine. I mean, he looked as good as he's. That's it's fine. Like if that's your median, yeah. If that's your median game from him for the year, I'll take it. So they're gonna be fine. Calm down. Uh, Phillies won. Eagles are on by resting with the. They will remain undefeated this week. So everyone, chill out. Go down to Geno's, and then punch yourself in the face because that's not actually the cheesesteak place you're supposed to go to. Where, where would you head, Alex? Um, you know, I'm a Steve's Prince of Steaks guy, preferably up in the Northeast. Um, but John's Roast Pork, um, the name a little tricky there, probably has the best cheesesteak in South Philly at this point. I kind of want to get a, a an Italian beef, but I just, they don't have that. Is like, that what I have they to call it in, in Minnesota? Well, no, like, like that, it's a different steak thing. steak and cheese. It, it's a different thing, but it's more of a Chicago thing. Philly. Yeah, I got to go to Chicago for that. Either I don't know what I'm eating today. Actually, I do. I brought some soup. I was telling Dan this too. I went to breakfast at the bar I like to go to. I come out of the bar after breakfast, and there's a beer truck parked behind my truck, off, not running, nobody in sight. I waited around for like two minutes and realized like I have to go to work, so I just walked to work. So I'm, and again, I told Dan, I told him this story too. It's just the more I repeat it, the more I'm going to remember. You got double parked by a beer well, truck. Yeah. When I, well, there's some fences up because of the construction. There wasn't much room over there. But when I walk out of work today, I'm for sure going to just freak out like someone stole my truck because it's not out here. So, like, the more I repeat this, uh, the easier it's going to be for me to remember I have to walk back to the bar, which maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I, maybe I go back to the bar for lunch. Just say hi to the same waitresses again. Those gals work like 12 hours. They're always there. Either way, um, maybe I'll have Mexican for lunch because there's a taco place kind of in the same building. Um, the most annoying thing is they are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Taco places should never be closed on Tuesdays. If you wanted some authentic you know, food, though, it head down to Guadalajara where you have a grip of plays for today. All totals, too. Yeah, win total Wednesday is over. No more of that. So tennis total Wednesday doesn't really roll off the tongue as nice. We will call it tequila tennis total Tuesday because we're in Guadalajara. And um, yeah, still all the the lines look right here from a money line perspective. It was hard to find anybody I really like to back. Disappointed in uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya. She just kind of got run over by Cindy Akova, honestly. But um, let's just jump into some totals, some unders, a first set over here, and even a two and a half setter. Um, we'll start with Savalanka Samsonova. Give me the first set over nine and a half and ten and a half. Um, chose to forego the 12 and a half again. Sprinkle that if you want to. Just didn't really like the number again. Seven five is a little more prevalent to me than 
you know, the seven, six here, especially with the way these two women play and how good, honestly, um, Sabalenka can be on return and how much she honestly can spray. So I um, think we'll see definitely a long set here. Six, four, no problem. And seven, five seems actually kind of likely to me. So going to play the nine and a half. That's right about standard juice. And then the 10 and a half was able to find a plus 250. Anything close to that should be just fine. Couple of unders. Paula Bedosa going to play Victoria Azarenka. Um, matches have been fairly quick here. I, I think that there's something to be said about how tough it can be to play in altitude and how fun it might be to be out in Mexico hanging out doing some fun stuff. It is a beautiful place to be. And um, we've seen a lot of shots on Instagram and the social medias, from what I understand, of these women having some good time. And they should. It's honestly a good way to handicap tennis, Andy. Just go on social media to see what everybody's doing. But um, Azarenka generally plays very quick matches here. 21 and a half looks great. Had this just shy of 21 myself. Then Mertens Kalinskaya, same thing. Um, when Mertens is cooking like she has been the last couple weeks, she generally puts away players like this and does it very quickly. That said, if Kalinskaya is going to play a strong match, we might have a long first set here. I think we might sweat this one a little bit in the second, Andy. But even if we get a 7-5 there, 6-2, 6-3, we're in good shape with the 21.5, especially with the hook. And then what should be a very fun match, Elena Ostapenko is going to be playing against Jeannie Bouchard. Bouchard finally back in tennis the last couple of weeks has been playing good, building back into form. We know she's very talented here and um, just expect this to be a very competitive match. And I got my price. You know, I always say that um, a lot of these have been adjusted to 140, 145. I was even able to find a 165 on this. So great shot. I think that we see a long match here. And if it goes two sets, it'll go well under the total. It's one of those situations, Andy, where I always wonder if there's any value in taking the under and then over two and a half sets for the Polish middle. But the numbers, numbers never quite work out that way so just give me the over two and a half sets so first set over two unders and an over two and a half sets it's a lot it's a lot for today but i'm i'm done there's a lot to bet on today you guys we're not even going to do hockey because we don't really do hockey and i'm kind of pissed there's no there's no real champions league there's one euro or europa but it's like a, a weird I don't know if it's a makeup game. Maybe Dan can help me out with this. There's like Some one sort of Europa match. Maybe? Yeah, I don't think they even have that. that. It's all goal differentials. So, mm. yeah, somebody could tell me. I don't bet Premier League. I don't bet league play. Yeah, I only bet English tournaments. Soccer. Uh, FA Cup, Champions League, Europa, uh, the Pokal, the the mm. the League Cup in Turkey. Pokal? The Pokal's the Pokal's the German one, obviously. Ah. So I will only I only bet tournaments. Uh, the 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 women's Euros only tournaments. World Cup coming right up. We'll have some fun stuff soon. And you spoke a little soon on win total Wednesday's over. I was dangerously close to betting oh. an NFL one today. They have these up every week now, and I'm sitting on Vikings over nine at a good number, and it's now sitting at eleven and a half. And I thought about a middle, and then I looked at the Vikings schedule. I'm like, God damn it. This is like a 12-win team with this fucking schedule. So um, the Vikings, yeah, that oh I couldn't do it. Couldn't it's not today, Dan. There's like it's like tomorrow or Thursday or tomorrow or Friday. There's a weird one single Europa game between Arsenal and someone. Um, regardless, um, I don't have any NFL, not till tomorrow. We'll have some looks into tomorrow's game once we get a little more clarity on everybody's health a lot of injuries tomorrow but the cj cup does start early tomorrow morning and beautiful the carol of south carolina raise up and i beautiful took a golf. full tournament matchup where i laid 
excuse me, the stroke and a half of Tommy Fleetwood. Not a guy I like to back a lot, but I am keen again on some of these guys who've played, um, you know, a few of these tournaments over on the DP World Tour. That's not Dr. Pepper guys, but those tournaments have been a little tougher than guys playing Sanderson and even, you know, Zozo. Uh, Stallings did play over in the Zozo finish, a little below average. So he flew over from Japan. Take Some people are viewing that as a negative. Some people aren't. It's not like these guys are flying Spirit Airlines. I think he's going to be just fine with uh, that, that much travel time. But uh, Fleetwood... Decent results over on the DP. Hasn't missed a cut over there. It's not like he's won any events, but kind of right around that 20th mark. Um, and he's he's a really, really strong irons player, especially if you go look at his European stats. He's a top five greens and regulation guy. His driving distance is at least average with some high accuracy. Putting can suffer a little, but I don't think that's going to come into play huge here unless he's a really, really struggling with the lag the lag putting because we have some very, very long putts. So I will play Tommy Fleetwood minus one and a half over one Scott Stallings. Who's he's struggling in a few spots. And one of those spots is three putt avoidance. So these greens are really big. They're tiered, undulated. They have these false fronts where they're open in the front. You can roll balls up onto them from the fairway. Some people might be putting from the fairway if they're not that far out, but you do need to hit your long lag putts to make sure you can get in and two on these massive greens. And if he's not doing that, he's not going to play very well. It's a no cut event, which again, it's a little tougher for matchups because you have four days to fend off your opponent, but his three putt avoidance is near the bottom of the field. Um, he has been decent making some of his longer putts, but when he misses them, it, it seems to go egg-shaped. And his proximity on some of his longer iron stuff isn't great, especially compared to what Fleetwood's been able to do. So like this one quite a bit. Um, pissed I didn't bet it the other day. It was plus money the other day, minus 105 at Bet Online. And then uh, Dan says Arsenal and PSV Eindhoven are playing tomorrow because of the original fixture. Because the queen died. Thanks, Lizzie. I love that golf handicap, though. That is exactly what you don't want to see. Is that type of putter? You know, you describe him. He's made a couple long putts, so we know he's probably more aggressive. Because you don't make long putts unless you're hitting them a little too hard. And then exactly what you described: big greens. He's got a lot of long putts to hit. They're undulating. I wonder how many times he's going to hit a ball just short of a peak, just past a peak, and that is. It just I know, I'm just, feeds, I'm having festers nightmares. in your brain. <laughs> I'm having nightmares just thinking about me having to do that. I'm horrible at judging. Like, I can judge a 15-footer. I can judge a 20-footer and keep it cl- I'm not making a 20-footer. In my mind, when I'm lining up for anything over like 10, honestly, I'm just hoping it gets close. But like once you get to a long putt, I'm so bad at judging the speed and distance where it's like, man, I'm just praying at this point. I would have, I would have four putts on, on these greens and they're not even that big. They're, they're sizable, but the, the size plus the undulations, some definite tiers to it. Like you said, the peaks, that makes it tricky. And then, uh, yeah, NBA guys, short slate yesterday, big slate today. They had a couple of fun ones. We did the, rings for one team we did the the boston bill russell ceremony a lot of pomp and some circumstance yesterday but the circumstances today dictate everybody else has to play a game 
right? Is this is it not everybody? Not everybody. Not everybody's in today. I think we have okay. Every everybody today. who didn't play. Everybody will be have played it today. I'm too lazy to count. Uh, either way, there's like 12 or 13 games, so I'm sure you have some plays. Just a few, a handful of totals again, just sticking with total Wednesday here. A um, couple unders, even an over, although one of these numbers I think is pretty much gone. Um, we'll start with the Mavericks Suns. That game will be a little bit later. Total sitting at 216 and a half. Um, actually, this one's gone the other way. I'm looking at a 218 right now. I'll probably go in and bet a little bit more on the under, honestly. I struggle to see how the pace of this game is going to get to be where it needs for this total to get so high. Mavericks unders were some of the best bets you could have made last year. They take away Jalen Brunson, who was a point guard that drove a lot of, um, you know, of the offense for them. Maybe it slowed the pace down just a touch, but I just don't see how Dallas is going to push the pace enough in this game. Nor Phoenix had this closer to 212, started to tweak some stuff, got it up to like 213, 214 with some shooting adjustments and things like that. Um, you know, maybe with Cameron Johnson in the starting lineup, the Suns will be a little bit quicker. Maybe with Tim Hardaway Jr., we'll see a little worse defense for Dallas, a little more shooting. But um, 216 and a half, I took the under earlier. It's 218 now. Again, I'll probably go take some more. I think we're just going to see a slow, plotting, tight game. Um, it'll kind of have a fun feel to it, but not with a lot of points. Give me the under there. And then similar, Cavaliers, Raptors. The Cavs go up to Toronto. Um, both of these teams, pretty good under teams last year. And again, not betting everything on that. Just kind of a note. Um, and a little bias, honestly, that I'm looking for after I've already made the bet. But look at the matchup here. Two very good defensive teams that match up well with each other. You know, everything Toronto wants to do on offense, Cleveland has an answer for. At the same time, Cleveland, despite having Garland and Mitchell, kind of those two big guards that I think people are really excited to see, are going to go against a Toronto team that have the length, that have the defenders to kind of slow those guys down. And I think we're, it's also going to take some time for this Cleveland team to get comfortable with each other. So 214 looked a little too high to me. Happy to take the under there, um, that number sitting basically right where it is. Again, anything 214 or higher looks good to me. I'll take the under there. Um, nuggets, minus seven and a half. Um, have this closer to 10, honestly. I'm surprised. It's actually moving the other way. Somebody is betting the Jazz this morning um, and the over. And with the total going up, I like the Nuggets even more. I mean, this Utah team is not going to look anything like we've seen in the last three years. It is a, it is Mike Conley and an entirely new group of guys. This Nuggets team is getting an influx of talent. Jamal Murray's played well in the preseason. Michael Porter Jr. Jr.'s back looks to be okay for the time being. This Nuggets team to just thrash the Utah Jazz, a division rival that they didn't beat once last year. And that kind of stuff does matter to some of these teams. And again, not the reason I'm making the bet, but a nice little cherry on top. I have this again closer to nine and a half, ten. I think the Nuggets absolutely just roll the Jazz tonight. And the Trailblazers, Kings, this number looks like it's gone, unfortunately. Um, yeah, really like the over in this spot. It was 226, 227 earlier. We're up to 229. Still lower than where I have it, but I have it right at like 231. So not necessarily as big an, big of an edge. If this does jump back down to 227 and a half, 227, take some over there. Um, just think we see a really fast-paced game. Kings overs are going to be a thing. There is just one player on that entire roster, Rashawn Holmes, who has any interest in playing defense. There's a lot of offensive talent there. They should push the pace. The Blazers will be happy to run, assuming Dame Lillard's going to be back to his kind of regular self, which we've seen. Anthony Simon should have a lot of points tonight. So give me the overs here tonight. Um, you know, I'm seeing 229. Again, still like lean to the over there, but hoping for, again, 227 and a half or so to pop up for you guys. Um, should just be a lot of points tonight. Um, seeing some stuff in the chat. First of all, AD is just making fun of our getting the date wrong. 
never even seen Mr. Robot. Or um, what's the one with uh, McConaughey? True, De- True Detective? Time's flat oh, circle, yeah. guys. But yeah, it is It is busy. It is a busy time of year. There's a lot of sports, which reminds me, if you follow the calendars, the astronomy, astrology, the farmer's almanac, and all that jazz, we are, we're probably coming up on an equinox, aren't we? Uh, if there is a, because now that the NBA started, we can do it officially. There's got to be NBA on Sunday, right? Is there baseball on on Thursday? If there's Ooh, baseball it Thursday, be, it could be right. It could be tomorrow. It could be tomorrow. So tomorrow, the Yankees will will play game two versus the Houston Astros in Houston. Obviously, there's a decent slate of NHL games. The NBA will have Bucks Philly. Yep. So and Clippers Lakers. So we have the equi- the equinox is tomorrow. My God, this sneaks. It's just like it just sneaks up on a. We guy. almost had All a right. Philly sports equinox. Yeah, I know they have a bye. That's dumb. But if the Phillies make it deep enough, we still might. If they Possibly. win the NLCS, we'll get there. But uh, uh, yeah, um, expect parlays tomorrow. Sports equinox parlays. Done. Four teamers, guys, <laughs> and maybe. Maybe a six-teamer that also includes soccer. Probably some tennis, tennis, maybe some soccer. Is there, a, is there a big horse race tomorrow? It's Breeders' Cup weekend, too. Like, this shit is... Uh, Anti-horse think, on Friday. I, I think Breeders' Cup is in, like, a week. Um, that's coming right up. It might not be this weekend, but Breeders' Cup definitely is right around the corner down at uh, Keeneland. It's November fourth and fifth, so that's in two weeks. So human horse team, will, let's we, do it. We will get around to that. It's it's a really good track too. Keenan's very nice. So looking forward to that. Um, man team horse parley in two weeks, guys. Put that on your calendars. And then I have a baseball bet. This is right up there with my t- uh, soccer bets. I don't uh, I don't have stats. I don't I I do. It's better than Ajax. I can name some fucking Astros. Oh, okay. Carlos Correa, Maldonado, um, all those guys. So, um, J- JV, JV's starting tonight. JV, and maybe you get a little bit of value because Verlander looked like absolute garbage in his last start. I mean, he got rough to bleep up. He's going to be just fine. He's a savvy vet. That guy's pitched like 100 postseason games at this point. He's going to be just fine, guys. And the Astros have been sitting there just getting ready, resting, getting the ice on, getting taking their amphetamines, whatever baseball players do to get jacked up for the game now, popping greenies. Whereas the the Yankees, well, I mean, they were probably out celebrating, right? Like they had to play a game last night. They had to play a, a and just because the baseball has gotten pushed back so far, the yeah, what what time did that game start? Like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon yesterday. So they had a clinching game five yesterday in New York. Now they have to play 6.30, 7 p.m. the next day in Houston after their champagne and beer celebration. So this should be a good game, but I'm just going to lay it with the Strohs. I think the Strohs blow them up in at least one of these. Like the Astros bats are just as good as uh, the Yankees right now. And yeah, I looked at, yeah, this Jamison Italian guy, not super keen on either pitcher. Honestly, you know what? My my secondary bet here, see over. This total's only seven. I had the uh, thanks to Balash. I had the under in the Yankees game yesterday. Under seven. That looked real fucking good after a three run bomb in the first inning. 
got home anyway. So boom value I'm, live. I'm, I'm just I'm just re re uh, investing my baseball money. Yeah, I know I should have boom valued it at like under nine. I think our friend Dogma did at like eight and a half, but uh, I know some people fugly took the Yankees team total under like six and a half at one point. Like all the live bets got home. So Astros by a million. I hate both of these teams so much. Uh, the true bet is cheering for the Comet, but I will be laying it with the Astros plus 110 on the run line tonight in Minute Maid Let's Park. Let's go, Strohs. Cheer for the Astros, burning with desire. Cheer for the Astros. I don't know the rest of that song. Cal always puts it on videos. Anyway, oh. hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. If you have some bets, put them in the chat. Put them in the, the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. Holt says he likes the Kings minus two and a half. Dan says, I fixed it. FFS. Patrick says, Glenn Davis. And then Patrick also says, Astros hey, Yankees baby. will be. Feisty, big baby Glenn Davis. Oh yeah, the uh, the baby thing from the, the baseball game yesterday. Go Phillies, go Astros. Let's go. See you guys.